Hello and welcome to the Daily Homily with Father Kevin Drew. Father Drew is the pastor of St. Anne's Church in Excelsior Springs, Missouri. Father Drew's Daily Mass can be heard weekdays at 11 Central on Catholic Radio Network Channel Gabriel 2. And now, here's Father Drew. A reading from the first book of Kings. Elijah said to Ahab, Go up, eat and drink, for there is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink, while Elijah climbed to the top of Carmel, crouched down to the earth and put his head between his knees. Climb up and look out to sea, he directed his servant, who went up and looked, but reported, There is nothing. Seven times, he said, Go look again. And the seventh time, the youth reported, There is a cloud as small as a man's hand rising from the sea. Elijah said, Go and say to Ahab, Harness up and leave the mountain before the rain stops you. In a trice the sky grew dark with clouds and wind, and a heavy rain fell. Ahab mounted his chariot and made for Jezreel. But the hand of the Lord was on Elijah, who girded up his clothing and ran before Ahab as far as the approaches to Jezreel. The Word of the Lord. It is right to praise you in Zion, O God. You have visited the land and watered it. Greatly have you enriched it. God's watercourses are filled. You have prepared the grain. Thus have you prepared the land, drenching its furrows, breaking up its clods, softening it with showers, blessing its yield. You have crowned the year with your bounty, and your paths overflow with a rich harvest. The untilled meadows overflow with it, and rejoicing clothes the hills. The Lord be with you. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus said to his disciples, I tell you, unless your righteousness surpasses that of the scribes and Pharisees, you will not enter into the kingdom of heaven. You have heard that it was said to your ancestors, you shall not kill, and whoever kills will be liable to judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment, and whoever says to his brother, Raka, will be answerable to the Sanhedrin. And whoever says, you fool, will be liable to fiery Gehenna. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there recall that your brother has anything against you, leave your gift there at the altar. Go first and be reconciled with your brother, and then come and offer your gift. Settle with your opponent quickly while on the way to court with him. Otherwise, your opponent will hand you over to the judge And the judge will hand you over to the guard, and you will be thrown into prison. Amen, I say to you, you will not be released until you have paid the last penny. The Gospel of the Lord. In 364 AD, our saint today, Ephraim the Syrian, went and lived a solitary life of prayer and fasting on on Mount Edessa in modern-day Turkey. The region around Edessa became Christianized very, very early. Legend has it one of the 72 disciples converted the area, including the royalty who ruled the land. There are ancient images of the king in Edessa, Abgar V, who died in 50 AD, holding an image of the face of the crucified Christ. Multiple sources mention this relic known as the image of Edessa. Some scholars believe it is the napkin that covered Christ's face while he laid in the tomb. 
Others, with good reason, say it is the full burial shroud of Christ, encased and folded in four, with only the top part, Christ's face, showing. This burial cloth is now known as the Shroud of Turin, a fascinating, mysterious image of a crucified man. The point is that Edessa is an ancient site of Christianity. It is very old. Unfortunately, so is heresy. The same year Ephraim went to Edessa, the Roman emperor Valentinian made his brother Valens co-emperor in the east. Valens was an Arian. That meant he subscribed to the teaching of a renegade priest named Arius, who denied that Christ was God. Arius was flamboyant. St. Athanasius called him effeminate. And Arius was very popular, like a pop star. He wrote heretical songs similar to jingles for TV commercials that, that got into people's heads. If Arius were around today, the media would call him progressive and forward-thinking, as opposed to the rigid and backward-thinking people who hold to the tradition passed on from the beginning. When the co-emperor Valens made his way to the east, he camped outside of Edessa and he threatened all the true Christians with death if they did not submit to the Arian heresy. The situation looked dire, but, but like Arius, St. Ephraim could write songs as well. Ephraim came down from Mount Edessa and rallied the Edessans with the songs he wrote in defense of the true faith. Emboldened, the Edessans held off Valens, and he eventually gave up. St. Ephraim became known as the Harp of the Holy Spirit for his beautiful writings and hymns about the Virgin Mary and the true presence of Christ in the Holy Eucharist. Two things constantly attacked by so-called progressive Christians. Pope Benedict XV declared Ephraim a doctor of the church for these writings, many of which are sung today in liturgies in the East. Here's a beautiful example of Ephraim's lyrical ability. It's a prayer to the Immaculate Queen. O Virgin most pure, holy, unspotted, O Mary, Mother of God, Queen of the universe, thou art above all the saints, the hope of the elect and the joy of all the blessed. It is thou who has reconciled us with God. Thou art the only refuge of sinners and the safe harbor of those who are shipwrecked. Thou art the consolation of the world, the ransom of captives, the health of the weak, the joy of the afflicted, and the salvation of all. We have recourse to thee, and we beseech thee to have pity on us. Amen. Oh,